Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully. This Greek word that Luke uses, apophenia, which is a word that is only used by Luke, and he only uses it three times in the New Testament. We do see this word in the Septuagint, and it is used for more of a prophetic speech from both genuine um, and false prophets. We see it outside of the Bible as well, um, and it's usually used for bold or daring speeches. So when we go to understand Luke's intent to describe this message that Peter is about to relay, we know it is something powerful that demands respect and reverence. Peter is about to set what will become Christianity in full motion. He's going to explain what is happening here, what the Holy Spirit has just done, and he's using Old Testament scripture from the prophet Joel and David to lay the ground. Through this speech and use of these verses, he is sharing two big things. One, Jesus was appointed by God. And two, you are now feeling that guilt in your decision to have him killed. And the Greek word for prophet, meaning foreteller or inspired speaker, it also means inspired poet. So what Peter is about to quote from these prophets is profound. It's inspired. It's a reflection on the old covenant, bringing context to this new covenant. This isn't really an interpretation as much as it is a presentation from Peter um, to show what is happening through this theophany, this manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The imagery that we read in the beginning of Acts 2, the sounds of violent wind, the tongues of fire, these items echo that of what we see in Exodus 19. We have fire and the whole mountain trembling violently. What we covered in Acts 2 shows Jesus as the exalted Lord who has been raised to sit at the right hand of God and his authority to fill the apostles with the Holy Spirit. And this all together fulfills the prophecy that we read about in Luke 3.16 and also in Acts 1.5 of John the Baptist. This moment, this day, Pentecost itself is the beginning of salvation. So what is the status of your salvation? Are you living by faith and walking in the light or are you living by faith but your flame is maybe a little dim? Revelation 3.15 says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you either one or the other. God isn't looking for someone to be tepid or just warm about the kingdom of God. If you're not at least trying to connect with God, what are you doing? If you are in a season of distance from God, call out to him now. Allow the Holy Spirit to light that spark in you and create enough wind to kindle that flame and grow it into a massive heart on fire for God.